You are now listening to the Carolina Culture Connect. What's good, world? It's your boy Wise. Literally live from the 2-5, you know what I'm saying? Right in the bucket. Shout out to the Ville, shout out to the Mount. And it's the Carolina Culture Connect. Yo, fellas, introduce yourselves. What's poppin', boys? Your boy Trey. You know what I mean? I'm just regular old Trey today. You know what I mean? I, I can't even be a waking spirit right now. You know what I mean? It's regular Trey. That's crazy, man. It's your boy Key, man. Just regular old Key. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can be. Nigga, you know I don't want to be doing podcasts with regular niggas. You know what I'm saying? Give me that real. Give me that real. Give me the extraordinary niggas, man. Give me the gangster niggas. You know what I'm saying? Where are them niggas at? You had to cover us like that? That's crazy. Doing the podcast with with regular niggas. Regular ass niggas. Damn, talk your shit. But yeah, man. Yo, shout out to y'all. Back home, my cousin got married today. He's been married, but you know, I guess the new generation, we get a vote first. We just go to the courthouse, and then we have the wedding later. I like that. That's what I probably want to do. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, why wait? Let's get these tax benefits. Plus, mm-hmm. the pandemic push shit back. Yeah, so that's it, it all makes sense. Some COVID shit. Yeah. Um, but because he got married. The boy been thinking about shit too, man. I've been thinking, is that the, you know what I'm saying? Am I just going to do that? Go go to the courthouse? Yeah. And then do I mean, might, might as well. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. What is the difference? Mm-hmm. But the wedding was beautiful, man. Beautiful colors, you know what I'm saying? A nice little venue that uh, my hometown uses, the community college. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, but beautiful black wedding. It made me feel old. It's like, you remember going to weddings as a kid, and then it be being so, oh, this is some adult shit. Like, it, it just made me feel like, ah, damn, I grew up with that nigga. He's younger than me. And he having a whole ass adult wedding. Having a real it, wedding. It was a real <laughs> wedding, man. With with flower girls, rainbow. You know what I'm saying? The pastor, pastor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful, beautiful, but it's like, damn, I'm really old. The gray beard, the great, the gray hairs in my beard is here for a reason. Hell yeah! You know like, what I'm saying? It was a kid in the room looking at you like, damn, that nigga old. Yes. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm gonna give my nigga wife some flowers, bro. You. I've been watching your snap, bro. You look like you're really doing the bachelor life some justice, bro. You know what I mean? Pulling up to the weddings. You the single nigga. I know you got smoke. I know you did. Oh, nobody there but family, bro. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Like, damn. What's what shit? Just, Never mind, then. My fucking head. Yeah. I'm fucking right now. I'll be trying to live vicariously through niggas, bro. You know what I mean? I can't do that. I can't be a bachelor no more. Oh, yeah. I feel you. So you got to turn up. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find somebody to have a wedding with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to nah, be out there. Like that. that's, that's not your I'm archetype. To be like y'all. You said that's, that's not, not your archetype. Nah, you are. <laughs> that's not, you, you are. Hey, uh, you, you put your skill points in that slider. <laughs> right, bro. Wow. You you the light skinned nigga in the Tyler Perry movie, bro. That's, you gotta you gotta lean into that. Yo, yeah, what you should do, you should try to find like a battered woman, like a woman that needs fixing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? don't tell you, it's like when you gotta leave, they threaten your life. Those women that need fixing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what they don't tell you. Yeah. I'm looking for those no more. <laughs> you need to find a woman that needs fixing. Nah, man. And then they don't want to let you go. They pull out weapons on you. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because you they don't they don't tell you that you know a woman that needs fixing will never be fixed. She's she gonna always need some fixing. Mm. Mm. Things that they don't... real talk, real talk, you gotta fix yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on some serious shit, uh, for everybody that's listening. Um, can't no partner fix you. They can help you as you try to fix yourself, but they can't nobody fix you but you. So never look to towards another person for for fixing or or inner peace that that got to come from you. Say that. Good, uh, in a real but way. Yeah, man. 
definitely enjoyed it, man. Yo, I'm, I can't wait. Yo, now that I think about it, I know at least three of my friends about should be having weddings. You supposed to have a wedding, Keith? Foster, you supposed to have a wedding? Jeezy supposed to have a wedding? You know what I'm saying? I got weddings lined up. Weddings lined up. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this, I mean, season within the next two years. I feel like we should all collaborate, bro, and have a tour. You know what I mean? A wedding tour, nigga. That'd be dope. Like the, <laughs> like the, like the up and smoke tour, nigga. All, all the heavy hitters getting married. Oh, that would be crazy. Nigga, that would be crazy. Niggas ain't ready for the wedding tour. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas ain't ready for the wedding tour. Don't do hey, something. do y'all got... Y'all got some things y'all feel like has to happen in y'all weddings? Mm, I just want to be as player as possible. Oh, oh possible. for real, for real. I just need, I need two things. I need it to be a real party. Right. And like I like the fucking, what is it? The um the shit that you supposed to do at the wedding. I need, I need like the wedding to be like 20 minutes. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. the actual like standing in front of the the judge or the preacher, whoever the fuck. I need that shit to be like twenty minutes, but that shit to turn the fuck up. And then two, I need like the walk in music. I need my walk in music to be the shit. I want I want to feel like. Remember when like you would be watching wrestling, mm-hmm. and, like like somebody would be in the ring talking. But then, like somebody else's music come yeah. up, and then you be like, "Oh shit, it's about to get real!" Like I need that. I want that feeling from everybody. Yeah. In <laughs> like I want my aunts to be talking like, "Oh yeah, I just had some pistachios and that shit was fire." And then my music come on, and they like, "Oh shit, I ain't heard this song forever." And I come through looking all fly and shit. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that, what I mean. That. I'm, I'm I'm definitely be rocking the all white because I'm godly. I mean, and I need I need a I need a smoke machine and I need some some kind of flotation device to carry me down to the to the altar. Not a flotation device. You know, no. I mean? I'm gonna be just I'm gonna just coming out. out you know I mean, my man trying to uh, <laughs> trying to come in like that wrestler that died. Nigga trying to come through like Owen Hart. Oh, bro, <laughs> with the Owen Hart. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! That shit died, yo, bro. You should come down like Sting. You should, you should be at the top of the building. We should have to shine a light on your ass. I mean, look, <laughs> these have been discussions with me and my fiance. Uh, if I'm gonna do this shit, I'm gonna do my part. You know what I mean? You, you be traditional, but I'm, I'm gonna show out. I'm gonna show my ass. I'm showing my ass, bro. I'm going stupid. Right, they'll be like, that nigga get married. Yeah. I might call old bitches up, sit them in the front row. Like a you real breaking up, brother. Oh, oh. damn. Can y'all hear me? Hey man, fuck it though. We can hear you. But you know, let's get into some to some other player shit, bro. You know what I mean? Speaking of player shit, the long awaited Silk Sonic album. And even with Sips on it has dropped last Friday. Uh, what what are y'all thoughts? I I personally love the project. I feel like it came out at the wrong time of year. This is summer music. This is not winter music. You know what I'm saying? This is top down. I'm headed to the beach. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice sunset. Uh, my chest tears out. That's what this album is. You know what I'm saying? Still a fire album. I just wish it came out in June instead of November. See, bro. You, you can get that vibe, but I also get fur coats. You know what I mean? I, I get mink. I get players ball vibes. Uh, you know what I mean? There, there should have been way more, like, every song should have been a love song. I'm going to say that. You know what I mean? If they was going to put it out in the winter. Mm-hmm. However, I True. do. True. I, I do fuck with, I do fuck with the album. Like, I'm on that old school shit. I've been on this old school wave. Really, all year. If it ain't murder music, it's old. It's old school music. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's that's hell of a contrast, right there. Yeah, but that's me in a nutshell, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I would keep it a band. 
this I, I just my oh, way. Go ahead. Say what? Go ahead, bro. My fault. Yeah, this album is right in my wheelhouse. Is all I'm trying to say. Like this is definitely every song is in a rotation. You know what I mean? I love the uh, the addition of Boosie Collins as like the you know the the uh, as if this is, he's a, yeah you know what I'm saying. I love that. The host of a show. It's hosted by Bootsy Collins. That shit hard. He the one gave Brand. them their name. Mm-hmm. Very nice surprise. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I didn't think of this, but this is such a perfect vision for this to happen. Is there... Hey, bro. Because uh, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno Mars does fall in that, that realm. Like him, The Weeknd... Uh, fucking even Playboy Cardi, bro. Where that, that albums last like for like five years. That's two that shit for a long ass time. Oh so, really? Bro, yeah. To your point, bro. We put, we gonna hear this shit in the summer, bro. I hope. Oh, so. yeah. I think they dropped it now, so you can you know I mean, get adjusted to it. You know what I mean? When that spring come out, you just throw that back in the rotation, bro. It's gonna last a long time. Yeah. I hope this is one of the best albums for the last five to six years. Yeah. I hope that it starts like, um, I don't want to say a a trend, but fuck it, a trend of people making old sounding music. Like, I really dig that shit. I like like it when motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, take it retro, take it old school. You know what I'm saying? But to me, it's not even just that it sounds old. It just it has instrumentation in it, like actual instruments, and not the computer plug-in instruments or the just samples. Like it's it's real musicality with the, the right. Music. They create new sounds, create new music, create new melodies. That that's what I like about it because uh, I just not discovered Masego, but like really gave him a listen listen this past week, and he does a lot of that with his music. Yeah, and I feel like that that should come back more, like just using oh. like live instruments, like the sax, the yeah. piano, the drums. Yeah, like like that's <laughs> the shit that made black music so fucking special because yeah. nobody could create with the instruments the way we could create. No, you know granted, I can't. Granted, I love like hip hop. I mean, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop got its place. That's why it's like one of the biggest things in, in fucking the world. You know, but. I feel like with all the digital shit, we, we're losing the soul in the music. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're losing that that feeling that a, a live band can give you, or these different instruments can give you. Like mm-hmm. the music that's being made within the last 12, 13 years that we're gonna be playing in the cookout that we grew up on. Like yes, I love beats from Zaytoven and Mike Will and Forty and, and Hit Boy, but it's like when, once we get like 40 and 50, that shit ain't gonna hit for the for the new kids the way the gap man hit for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way fucking Rick James hit for us. You know what I'm saying? Like those those shits hit for us because it was still live music. Like the Jackson Five, Michael Jackson, like all, all of this shit, it hits us when we when we was kids a little bit differently because it was still musicality with it. Like, right, now, when, do you want to get technical? Get you want to get what technical? Up? Go ahead. We'll never really get that that full feeling because of the the transition from analog to digital. Oh, you know what I mean? good point. Good point. You're not gonna get that crackle effect. You know what I mean? You're not gonna get those like small imperfections to make it real. And, and but it's probably the one thing I say about this album is like maybe a little too perfect. Like, oh. Um, because I'll just bring up this example. You remember the Justin Timberlake 2020 experience? Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of live instrumentation on that, but it was it was digital. You know what I mean? So it's it ain't no real texture, ain't no film to that shit. So, so being so being a music nigga, that like with your ear, can you really is that really that big of a noticeable difference? Like when you hear like older music that was analog. And the newer music that was digital, like, does that really? Can you really tell the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like, soul food from somebody mama house and soul food from a restaurant is is like that. Yes, that that was perfect. That was the perfect way to put it. Because, like, for me, um, you know that 
R. Kelly's okay. Shout out to R. Kelly. Well, not shout out. Fuck R. Kelly. <laughs> but R. Kelly's last great song, in my opinion, was uh, "When a Woman Loves." Mm-hmm. And the what's so dope about that song is he recorded it in a old analog studio. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, it feels warm. Like you know what I mean? Like it it has levity to it. It's nothing like shout out to, to the 2020 experience i love it i love the first version of the 2020 experience but it's not the same you know what i mean it doesn't feel as layered you know what i mean you know i mean because it needed some magic to that one techness you know Back yes. in the day, you couldn't just re, re, re-record some shit yeah like you it's, it's it's like when you body something like that like you feel it like I don't know. It's like it's like the difference between seeing a cool video and seeing something done live. Yo, you're breaking up, brother. We can't hear you. My nigga got the COVID today. I haven't even been talking for like 10 seconds. Like I stopped talking. Oh. Ah, damn. But yeah, let's let's just keep it rolling, bro. What what do y'all think this album would do? My biggest thing was I kind of forgot it was coming out. It wasn't promoted at all. Nah, like um they did right before the release dropped the Smoking out the window. So, of course, uh, leave the door open. That, like, took over the internet, was very viral, got people excited. And that uh, smoking out the window did the same thing. But um, it just, it came out during a lot of media fucking, what's the word? Hoopla. Energy. Like, Summer Walker's album just came out. Kanye just had an interview. It's like, there was a lot of things happening in, in the entertainment space. Jada and Will was talking shit. It's That's like... World. Yeah, it's like, it came out, and it's not going to be the headline, because we got actual stories. We're not going to actual stories, but stories that's more... that captures more people's attention than this album. So that, right. I think that's what it was, more so. That and I mean that's another thing. Even past like the whole digital um, from analog, like it's just a whole different world. Like back in the day, these niggas would have had everybody's attention. Like, like because this is the only entertainment. This is this is shit that's coming on the radio. This is what's on TV. There are three channels, but now this is just so much oversaturation that you know what I mean. It's, and shout out to Anderson Pack, bro. He was he was the one that really stood out to me. And oh, the, really? And the, that nigga funky. He is. Like, I would have never... Uh, like, of course, uh, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars, doing a song, like, yeah, that's feasible and very believable. But, like, for them to sit down and make a whole project together, there's something that didn't cross my mind, but it's something, again, that made perfect sense. Right. It's like, why would they not do that? Yeah, and I hope it's not the only one. I don't think it is. Like, this has to be a trilogy. This has to be a trilogy, yo. I hope you're right. I, I, I would love to, I, I pray I would that love to right. go to this concert. I would love to go to this concert. Yes, bro. The, especially the way that people was talking about Bruno Mars's last concert. Like, apparently, like it's, like, really fucking good. It's, like, it's, like... Oh, really? Yeah, his stage presence has, like, gone up a level. You know, so you, know like, what, you know what? You know what happened when you part of the game, though? Know? Oh, he a Libra? He big Libra? Big Libra energy, bro. Nah, nah. Find that shit, man. Part of the game. Hey, I don't, I don't think there's going to be no trilogy, bro. I think this is a one-off. A one-off? Because it's, it's time for Bruno to come back and, you know, look at the weekend and, and face-to-face like, nigga, I'm that nigga. Nah, I'm not saying it has to be back-to-back, but, like, they're going to revisit this. I should Boy, say. That would be dope. You know, like do this, then both of them drop their own solo projects, then come back and do this, then drop some more solo projects, and come back and do it one last time. 
facts. I don't know. Cause is niggas checking for Anderson Peck solo like that? He might I he know. might be like, Well yeah, I, 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 I know. So. I don't say so. But, but are they though? Like keep it high, like I don't like I don't ever hear niggas talk about Anderson Peck like that for real, for real. I do, but it's like he ain't had that one that's like, oh, he's he's in a different class. Like he, exactly. he makes some good music. And and what's so crazy is the song he did with Smokey Robinson on his last joint on his yeah. project. I thought that song was gonna be huge, but it didn't it didn't do much. All right, yeah. Um good album, good music, you know what I mean? It's what I expected. So I like when people do what I expect. Absolutely. So let's get into some other news, man. We got we got to talk about Astro World since since we uh, brought it up. Um, great. First and foremost, um, condolences to all the, the people that lost their lives, all the people that got hurt. Um, tragic situation. Um, how how do y'all feel about that? Because now they they really putting all the blame on Travis Scott. Like, what could Travis Scott have done? You know what I'm saying? Like. What what are y'all thoughts on just how everything went down and now like the actual accountability that's being thrown towards uh, Travis Scott way as if he had anything to to do with it because now he getting sued Drake getting sued like what's up what, what are y'all thoughts I don't know bro it's, I I I've been consumed with this for the past week um and like I even looked at have you ever uh watched Woodstock 99 and what nah what happened at it's a it's a documentary on HBO Max bro watch that shit and they had a, a limp biscuit performance bro y'all just gotta see how wild these white people were acting bro and how what was his name Fred Durst was like he was getting warned and everything that nigga was like fuck that shit so it, as a performance, you you are the one controlling everybody. This this is your your um Travis Scott, this is your festival and your performance, and all these people died. You gotta be held accountable somehow, unfortunately. But what is he supposed um, to do? I don't agree. And people are, and, and people are passing out, you know what I'm saying? Like if he knew, of course, like if he know, okay, people are passing out in the crowd. Let me stop the show. That's that's on him to kind of like, hey, we're gonna get a minute. We're gonna, we're gonna stop the show for a minute to let the medical staff come through. You know what I'm saying? If he knew that shit was happening, he did stop it. All right, I see that point. Or uh again, if he saw the shit happening and then he wanted to stay on brand, like, yeah, fuck it. People are dying out here, but we turn it up. We rangers. I don't know. It, it, trying, it, to, it, trying to stay on brand. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly the performance. Absolutely not. Not Travis Scott, man. Like the ambulance was coming through the crowd, and nigga was like, "Put a, put your middle finger up, like if you if you good." Like that was his his whole response. Oh, for real? Okay. But hold up, what about when he was telling the security to like help people? Yeah, he was telling that part, like, but it was how did eight people die at your concert, bro? Yeah, I thought it was because niggas, niggas was wilding. Well, yeah. All right. Also. Um, I do have an article which states that Travis Scott spokesperson says that Astro World Festival was completely out of Travis's control. Yeah, man. Niggas so, That's like blaming Popeyes for niggas dying in their drive through line waiting on that damn sandwich. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't get mad at Popeyes. He's just a sailor man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Facts, facts. I mean, yeah, and then, I mean, I feel like the real shit will come out in court. I don't think anything will happen. If anything, bro, I've been listening to way more Travis Scott than this shit that shit happened, bro. Oh, <laughs> I love cancel niggas, bro. I, Tory Lanez, I'll listen to you all day. Them Doja Cat, <laughs> those are the best people. Oh, that's I, funny. Talk your shit. Kanye. Like, bro, cancel people are, I don't know why. This this ain't Travis' fault. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so it's his fault either. And I think it's crazy as fuck that like we like. Well, let me not. 
Let me not say we, but motherfuckers is really trying to get him out of the paint. Like, I was listening to some of the girls at work talk about this shit, and I'm like, man, y'all shut the fuck up. Y'all shut the fuck up. Hey, bro. I want to say this. Um, I, I heard this point on the Brilliant Idiots podcast. It's like, if only people that's trying to, like, really get Travis out the paint is people that didn't like him to begin with. Because if he was a fan of somebody, you would objectively say, okay, this was a tragedy, but it's not really on him. And if you didn't like this person, yo, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Throw, throw him to the wolves. We, we want his head. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? It's an excuse to go after somebody that you didn't like already. Really, though. All right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of semantics going on. A lot of shit. We don't know what really happened, bro. Like, they saying that nigga went to Dave and Buster's afterwards. Like, That's wild. <laughs> Like hey, certain shit just don't make sense. Like, how do eight people die at your concert, and you go into Dave and Buster's? Like, nobody told him. Like, yo, if I got it clear my mind, Dave and Buster's is a great place to do it. Dave and Buster's, you gotta protect your mental health, <laughs> bro. <Bruh. laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like, like they said, the the lawyer saying that it was completely out of Travis's fault uh, or uh, control. I get that, but. Also, if I'm Travis, this is my hometown, my my uh festival, and I know in the back of my mind, I got motherfucking Drake coming out. Nigga, I'm not stopping my show. Yeah. That's why I said it's Drake's fault. Oh, wow. Question for y'all. Do y'all think this uh, tragedy is going to change festivals going forward? Because I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the Dreamville Festival. I don't want like tightened security. I don't want that shit to be. I still want shit to be loose, or you can just smoke weed freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope this don't change the culture of festivals. Bro, I, I, I don't think people realize there's still a pandemic going on, bro. I mean, by the time, because uh, the Dreamville shit's gonna happen in April of next year. By the time that shit come around, people are really not gonna give a fuck no more. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's gonna change the culture of festivals though, because it's not the first time niggas have died at concerts and shit. Niggas be dying at concerts. Bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That should be happening. It's always something that can happen. Okay. Yeah. Like, like I said, the Woodstock '99, bro. It was it was like that raping bitches, bro. Shit, yeah, bro. Wow. They had more police at the Astro World. What, what wasn't it in Houston? Yeah, they had more police there than at like a foot the football game that happened earlier that week or some shit. Like they yeah. had a shit ton of police there. It was like one police officer for every two hundred people. So. I understand that. Like they they had more police there than the football game that they had earlier. Like motherfuckers did like everything. It's not like motherfuckers like skimped on security. Is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Please watch that damn uh, shit on HBO, bro. The shit that there that festival ended in the fire. Like niggas set that shit ablaze, bro. <laughs> and this Woodstock, ever seen the uh, performance where DMX performed? Yeah, that? yeah. Woodstock '99 was insane, bro. Bro, I ain't know that shit. So like, bro, yeah. Travis would be alright. There's multiple documentaries on Woodstock '99. Shit was a colossal failure, except for the DMX shit. Oh, I know that shit was uh build that's a failure. Oh, big time. Why do you think there hasn't been another one? They was trying to revive Woodstock with that shit. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I ain't know they had one in 94, which was very peaceful. And then like it was just a very different the culture changed in 1999, bro. <laughs> for real. Niggas, well, niggas thought the world was gonna end, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. People are weird, bro. Super fucking weird. Hey, bro. Travis Scott will come back from this, and bro, he gonna live to tell the story. Like, nigga, I, my shit's be so loud. Eight niggas died in my shit. Oh, he's definitely gonna use this. One thirteen, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Huh? 
In other news, um, music news real quick. Let's, new verses announced. New new verses on the horizon. I Two like new verses. Yeah, I like the matchups. I'm excited about it. Uh, let's get into the first one. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Six Mafia. I, I'm. I don't know. It's like maybe because I'm from the south. I just feel like Juice's Mafia is going to just watch Bone Thugs. It's not even because you're from the South, bro. You could have been from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Three Six Mafia is getting him the fuck up out of there. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Bone Thugs got 20. Like, bro. <laughs> it's not even just 20 hits, it's 20 cultural. 20 cultural. What, bro, uh, is Project Pat going to be able to be there? They have to be. Bro. Man, they got you. Project Pat got better songs than Bone Six Mafia. I mean, yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Nigga, bro, what's just... gonna happen when they play Chicken Head, bro? You know what bro. I'm saying? What's gonna happen when they play Slob on My Knob? Come on, man. Like, Bone Thugs don't got songs like that. They don't. Well, hold on. They got, got Crossroads. They got Crossroads. They got Special yeah. Game. You know what I'm saying? They got they got songs with Big. You know, I mean, I mean yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying... Notorious. I'm not, I'm not saying they don't got songs, but I'm saying they don't have like cultural, like Crossroads is a cultural hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah it's one of cool, the ones. Yeah. But they don't got songs like Slob on the Knob. Like, yo. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Let like, me they got first in the month. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, bro, they're going to have to bust out. They're going to have to bust out the uh, Ryan Dirty remix. Crazy bone on it, bro. Very much so. Like they gonna have to do shit like that, bro. And he's like, got, "All right, you can't be cultural movement." I tried. I tried so hard, yo. That's their last hit right there. Yeah, it's like yo, like Three Six Mafia is on a Grammy, not a Grammy, but an Oscar. Bro, Three Six Mafia is gonna wash, bro. I'm sorry, man. It's it's gonna look like we don't fuck with them. It's gonna look yeah, like love on as, as a culture, it's gonna look like we don't fuck with both of us already. This is this mm. is not a good matchup for them, bro. The only uh, matchup for them would have been outcast. That's the only matchup for 3-6 Mafia. They gonna get bro, they gonna get them the fuck up out of here. It's not even gonna be easy. It's not even gonna be hard. It'll be so easy. Yeah, man. They, they shouldn't have did this. Like either outcast or Ain't it's gonna so be live in front of an audience? Come on, man! Like after Bro. after Bone Thugs get through with their first like top five songs, then it's gonna be like, all right, I don't even know that song. I ain't gonna say that now. <laughs> yeah, I Nigga, know from I'm where saying, you, you just expanding my mind though, bro. That's for you. You, you expanding my mind, bro. Huge. Bone Thugs is huge though. I ain't think, bro. Outcast. We have a verse, bro. Like, who gonna go against Outcast? Uh, either UGK or it would have been Three Six Mafia. It would have been Three Six Mafia, and it's not gonna happen. Nobody want the Outcast smoke. No, they, they really don't. The Mafia could have handled Three Six Mafia. Nah. There's a road to victory for Three Six Mafia going against Outcast. I'm not saying that Outcast wouldn't have won, but there's a road to victory. It's kind of like. I remember how we, me and you, Kendrick was. Remember how we was about Dipset and the locks? Oh yeah, we didn't I was trying to tell you that that, that locks was going to have it. Yeah, the I'm telling you, Three Six Mafia could have did that same type of shit to to Outcast, bro. Bro, you know Three what? Six Mafia is definitely right. the, the Dipset in that situation, bro. You think you think oh, no, Three Six Mafia Outcast is organized? Is you think Outcast is? Do you think Three Six Mafia is organized and has a plan, or you think no Outcast is? Outcast is fucking outcast, bro. Hold no on. matter fucking what. Fucking thought. Hold that fucking thought. Explain All right, yourself. Exactly. I just feel personally, I don't think it's the same situation necessarily. Because in the Locks versus Dipset, I wasn't educated. I, I didn't do the education. I'm very familiar with Three Six Mafia and Outcast in this. Situation. Right. But see, see, I we're not even talking about uh, Bones, Bloods, and Harmony. They're like that's how bad they're gonna get beat. We talk about a whole different verses now. <laughs> but I feel like if I feel like because it's not going to happen clearly outcasts need to battle themselves mm. oh big, big boy versus Andre bro oh my god that would be crazy uh, it would be crazy but I don't like it 
Some shit like that would be crazy. Hey, it, it, um, tell me more though. Hold up. Let me know who you think will win. Who I think will um, win from what? Uh, I guess Bit Boy versus Andre 3K. Mm. That's got to be one of them celebratory ones. You know what I mean? Everybody wins. I mean, true. Everybody does win, but it's like, because um, if you take, in a, take into account all of Andre 3K's uh, solo verses, all right, so we got Outcasts, we got their whole catalog. We're going to exclude that and just focus on like the solo shits that each one has done. Because Bit Boy dropped albums after, you know what I'm saying, Idlewild. I didn't know it was the last new project, right? Idlewild? Yeah. Yeah, he, so got, after- he got the son of Chico Dusty, which was fire. And then he got Vicious Lies and Nasty Rumors. And I think he just dropped another album. Oh, what about Sir? Um- Lucius Left Foot. What's that, yeah, that, that was Sir Lucius Left Foot, the son of Chico Dusty. Oh, that. I always call that Sir Lucius Left Foot. Okay, bet. Uh, so, yeah, so he got projects, you know what I'm saying, afterwards. Um, but Andre Drew K versus all legendaries, you know what I'm saying? He, he has some legendary verses. Uh, just mm. solo 16 joints. Um, and that, that's going to count. And plus, nah, bro, when, when 16 ain't enough, enough bro. Hey, exactly. ain't enough. Hey, I would keep it a bed. Uh, all Andre 3000 would need to do is to play She's Alive, and it's a rap. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? You don't get up there and play pr- prototype. You know what I mean? Oh, come on, man. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you know, shout, out to, shout out to the man, Big Boy. I'm not gonna sit here and act like Big Boy I used to bar niggas up back in the day. Southern Southern playlist kind of like music was Big Boy's album. I don't care what nobody say. And low key, low key, he kind of ate Big Boy, I mean Andre up on Stank on You. However, mm. however, that boy Andre has been the better rapper in that group since the second album and on. It, like it's not even really been up for a debate, except for Stank on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got. I would have to go back and listen because I. Uh. Hey man, I, I I would I would say low key. I don't think nobody listened to more Outcast than me, man. And not even like I'm like a huge Outcast fan, but my dad is probably the biggest Outcast fan in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. Outcast was like the deep Outcast and Ti. Like I, I listened to too much of that shit, just because of my father, <laughs> man. Like that was just the, his default music. Yeah, that's dope. You know I mean, that's Can't all hypothetical. Back. You know what I mean? But y'all want to go back and talk about the real verses, or the, yeah, let's that... go back and talk about the real verses because we definitely, we definitely got off topic because you said that fuck shit though. Cause like you, we acting like we acting like there's not a path to victory, man. It's, I I don't see it at all. There's no path to. There's but, a but. But then again, it's like I knew lots like catalog, like I knew this type of shit they had. You know what I'm saying? Tuck that most people wouldn't think about, and uh, uh, some of that was played during the verses. I don't really know Bone Thugs catalog like that, so that's how I'm, I'm feeling. How I'm feeling. I'm not I was never a big bone thugs and harmony fan. And I I know they're gonna get washed. I know they're gonna get washed. Three six mafia it, it just goes back to like the 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 cultural moments. Like if you if you put that shit on a Libra scale, who has more cultural moments musically? Three six mafia. So it's like why wouldn't Three Six Mafia wash these mm. niggas in a versus? Like it just don't even make sense. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's Juicy J going? Juicy J alone, bro. Get up and do do his whole little 20, 2011 run. Oh my it. god! His I was even thinking about that. Twenty acres. Who the neighbors? Kobe Bryant from the Lakers. RP. Now that's paper. paper. What? I was yeah. thinking about that. Nothing for that. They have nothing for that. Should have been Mafia versus Hot Boys. Oh, whoa. 
niggas is not ready for a hot boys reunion. We're not. Niggas is niggas is not ready for juvenile to come up there and do a live rendition of of hand. <laughs> niggas is not ready for that. And if you think about it, hand was like the first motivational song from down south. You know what I mean? Like that was that was like a that was like a TED <laughs> that was like a TED talk of a New Orleans nigga. Mm-hmm. Crazy, yeah, but let's get into that uh, other verses that was announced. Uh, I'm also excited about this one as well. Uh, my my uh, old school queen uh, Shaka Khan. You know what I'm saying? If I was back in the day, that's that's that would have been the one for me. Uh, versus Stephanie Mills. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is gonna be a soulful auntie versus mm-hmm. right here, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got something controversial to say. What up? Shout out to Stephanie Mills, man. But this is, hey, fuck all this pleasantries, man. She gonna get her ass ate, man. Fuck all that. You know they, you know they tight. Like Stephanie Mills and Shaka Khan are like musical best friends. Did they y'all watch? That. Yeah, did y'all watch Stephanie Mills' um, Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club interview. I did, but I don't remember. Okay, well, in the shit, she was talking about like how her, her, and Shaka Khan have been tight. Like yeah. everybody in the industry know that they type and long story short, they got Stephanie Mills said that she was reached out to, to do a versus with Shaka Khan. Yeah. But, but she turned it down. Oh no, no. That's not what happened. She said that her people reached out to versus and was like, yo, it'll be a good idea if we did a Shaka Khan, Stephanie Mills and Swiss Beats turned it down, is what she said on The Breakfast Club. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what she said. Okay. And quite frankly, he wasn't wrong. Don't nobody get... Shout out to Stephanie Mills. But don't nobody give a fuck about Stephanie Mills. Don't nobody give a fuck about no... Ste- yeah. Stephanie Mills is like the 1980s version of Maya. Like, Maya, you had good songs, but don't nobody give a fuck about Maya. That's yeah, all my you got a lot of writing credits, though. Huh? You got a lot of writing credits, though. I ain't trying to hear that shit, bro. Maya was one of the ones, though. Maya was one of the ones, but, you know, you're going to take fucking Maya or Monica. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, right. who really lasted? You know what I'm saying? Who really lasted? Stephanie Mills didn't last. She was just a name that kept going. But she wasn't one of them ones like Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan kept going. Shaka Khan. Shaka, it's yeah. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan will get her the fuck up out of here. I mean, but you know that's not gonna be the 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 optic of it, bro. You know what I mean? They're they gonna do this shit together. They're gonna have like, to. Like you said, they're they're friends. Hey, she lucky. She lucky. I mean, uh. I'm low-key looking forward to it because, you know what I mean, I like it when they incorporate some shit that, you know what I mean, the missus can watch. I mean, she can, uh, she can, she can watch 3-6 versus, my, uh, versus uh, Bone Thugs, but... She's going to enjoy this one. This definitely yeah. is a shock of time. You know what I mean? And then, you know what I mean? When she, she's sipping her wine, she nice and nice and fluffy. You feel me? True, true. But yeah, man, uh, definitely excited about that. Um, I like when they go old school because when you go old school, it get it lets uh, up and coming like artists, either singers or rappers, discover a bunch of new music that they haven't been put on before, like they're 16, 15 years old. Like just imagine, like they on Instagram watching the, the Isley Brothers versus. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they just being introduced to all this this fire ass music, and now their creative juices are working in a different way. Instead of just being influenced by fucking NBA YoungBoy and Playboy Cardi and Drake and Kendrick Lamar, like they they influenced by the stuff like old school hip hop legends was influenced by. So that's that's the take I'm. I, I always love seeing that being reintroduced to the zeitgeist. And into the ecosystem. That is one of the facts. One of the best parts about verses. You know what I mean? 
I'm even looking forward to that with with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, put me on. Like, let me let me know. Absolutely, absolutely. What else is happening in the world? Shit, you can't stop the brain. Y'all want to talk about this? Uh, uh Jokic versus the Morris brothers situation happening in NBA. Let's do it, man. Uh, for context, uh, those that don't know, um, Nikola Jokic is a uh, former MVP of last year in the NBA. He's a seven-foot Eastern European. Like, there ain't nothing sweet about him. Like, he came from a war-torn country. The best center that. in the game, man. Bro, that nigga can be hey, he putting it down for fat niggas, man. That nigga can do everything. That nigga, Nikola Jokic, picked up the mantle of fat nigga from Gerald Levert. Wow, Gerald Levert. Ain't nobody had it since Gerald Levert. Ain't nobody had it since Gerald Levert. All right, my nigga, Nikola Jokic is putting it down for us fat niggas, man. All right, so we're just going to dismiss Ruben Stutter and Rick Ross like that. All right, absolutely, man. Absolutely, Rick Ross been out here trying to do skitty nigga shit, but like, <laughs> he he he, he leaned into his fatness. This nigga forgot he was fat, man. He he ain't putting it down for us for real, for real. Bro, shout out to um, Ross, bro. And I mean, a nigga about to drop an album too, bro. I'm who? ready for that. Ross. He is looking like he looking like something crazy. I ain't gonna say it. He looking like something crazy on the album cover. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, but the boy Nikki Jokic, man, I don't know why they think they can punk this man, yo. All right, let me finish the contest for, for the audience. So pretty much during the game. Uh, he was bringing the ball up, and it was a hard foul by this other NBA player. It was a, it was a black man from the States. Uh, I forgot which Morris team it was. Marcus? Was Marcus Morris? It was the one that played for the damn the, the Heat. I, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. But, so he had a hard foul on Jokic. Jokic retaliated with a hard foul. Um, and it was very within the, the, the spirit of the game. You know, it was nothing too crazy. But the, the NBA world just don't have nothing to talk about. So it became a bigger story than what it probably should have been. And Jokic got suspended. The other player got fines, whatever, whatever. Now, what makes this story interesting is these Morris twins, that he's a twin of another NBA player that plays for the Clippers. Um, the black basketball player is, they know him for being real niggas. They are real niggas. You know what I'm saying? And his brother was like, made a tweet saying, oh, so you're going to push my brother in the back when he's not looking. Noted. Now, Jokic got brothers, too. And they look like the the the, the henchmen that are used in, in every, like, diabolical James Bond movie. For real. That, that assassinate niggas and just get shit done. No, For man. real. That's, that's what Jokic's brothers look like. Like I said, they're from a war-torn country. Exactly. Like, like whatever hood is is in the United States, whatever, however bad you think it is, they look like we don't the, have to. We don't have to dodge like, tanks and bombs. They, they have to dodge tanks and airstrikes. Straight up, they look like the niggas that stole Liam <laughs> Neeson's daughter and taken. Exactly. <laughs> they don't look like the niggas that you should be fucking with. Yeah. So they didn't even have a Twitter, but they created a Twitter just to tell the brother of the, of the Morris twin to say, "Hey." Just keep it on the court. You don't want to do this. They said we fight too, bro. <laughs> and that's that's what makes this story very interesting because it's like both of these are like some, some two real entities. It ain't, it ain't just for play play. All of them are about that action. Hell yeah. One of them actually used to be a uh, professional basketball player in Europe. I you thought know, both of them was. I didn't know both of them. I thought, I thought that the one that's a little taller, I know for a fact he was. I didn't know both of them were. Okay, I could have just heard it, but I thought like all you could three. Be right. You could be right. You could be right. I don't know. All three played basketball in their home country, and then okay. Jokic was just the best one who went to the NBA. Right. Hey, man. I, I, will, I would sign up to watch that fight. I ain't going. I would. So I want to fight. And then I'm ready for. I'm ready for the next time that the, that the Clippers play um, 
the Nuggets. Mavericks. No, the Nuggets. And I'm ready for the next time that the Heat play the Nuggets because something's going, something got to transpire. You know what I'm saying? Like the Moore's twins will be pussy if don't nothing transpire. Yeah, that, that energy does have to go somewhere. Yeah, it has to go somewhere, man. Like, like Twitter fingers can't be just remain Twitter fingers. Somebody, there got to be retribution. No, I mean, there does need to be an outlet. I mean, that you know, I mean, they, they can class. What's it? What's a classfully? Is that a word? They, can, they, they can do this with class. You know what I mean? But you know I mean? versus boxing match, they got to set it up. Whoa, yeah. versus boxing matches will be great. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, it's a different time. I don't think a, a Malice and Palace situation will happen, like, to the full extent where, you know what I mean, niggas will get blackballed and shit, but, you know what I mean, the niggas need to fight. I mean, all these niggas be fighting in hockey. Somebody in the NBA need to throw some hands. Yeah, man. I, I, mad at it. I, I miss a good fight, man. I ain't seen a good fight in a minute. I thought working on a college campus, I would get to see fights. What? Yeah, I don't get to see the fights, man. I just want to see some ratchet shit. Give me a good wow. fight, man. Somebody fight. Somebody they fight should, in the NBA. Give me that. Yeah, bro. You still be on Worldstar? No. Worldstar is ass now, bro. Mm. Why did you finally mm. realize that? World stars ass. I feel like a white person owns or world star now, but we ain't gonna get into that. I ain't trying to decalcify y'all pineal glands right now. Right. There's a lot right. of right. conspiracy theories is going on with world star. Mm. How y'all niggas been watching BMF though? I'm on episode like three. I'm also watching Ozark now. I mean, From the first better. season, you watching Ozark? Yeah. Oh, damn. You got a, 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 lot, a lot to watch. Yes, you do. Shout out to Ozark is one of them shows, man. I'm going to keep it a band. Ozark is one of them shows. I can't wait for the next new season. What, what made you wait so long to watch Ozark? It's, it's kind of like, I just finally finished The Boys, like it, but both of those shows are like movies to me. Like, I'm just kind of like, not streamless, but you got to pay, uh, pay attention. Yeah. Ozark is kind of like clicking now. I'm, I'm right where he like owns a strip club. So, and, and BMF, I don't know where I'm at, but I'm, I'm that way with shows where like, if it don't get me, get me, and I watch a whole first season, I might forget about it. Or like I gotta get my memory jogged. So jog my memory on BMF. Let me let me spoil it for me. I don't give a fuck. Hey, before you get into that, I'm not, this is the part where I gotta peace out, man. I'm, I'm gonna catch all boys on, on, the, on the next tip. You know what I'm saying? I gotta get ready to hit the road. Let's get back to the Queen City. Alrighty then. It's all good, man. Salutations. All right, people. Till next week. Your boy Wise is out. Uh, the, the 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 dope shit about BMF it's like I don't know it, it almost feel like one of them old hood movies you know what I'm saying like it got mm-hmm. it got it it captures the magic of the of that era you know what I mean that's one so like if you like that early hip hop late 80s type of shit and you're going to love BMF just for that. Two, the acting in it is really fucking good with the exception, I feel like Big Meech's character is played by his son. And you can tell he's not like a classically trained actor. And in some scenes, you can kind of tell. However, he doesn't do like a horrible job, in my Mm. opinion. You got fucking Wood Harris and his brother, who I his name ex- escapes me, but um, it's the um, 
You remember the uh, husband and I can do bad all by myself with Kimberly Elise, the Tyler Perry yeah, movie. Yeah, that was that was something I saw on Twitter. It was like, yeah, did you know that they were brothers? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did, but that nigga's body in his role, man. Both of them niggas for real, for real. It's just, bro, it's a good ass movie, and I would say it got an iconic villain. A good show is always going to have an iconic villain. And that nigga Lamar is an iconic villain, bro. Let me think. Who the fuck is Lamar? He is the dark-skinned dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The British nigga. Bro, thank you for saying that. Because I was just about to bring up that he was British. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga real grimy. Bro. I'll be, be seeing, like, on Twitter, they'll be like, yeah, this is... Uh, the the fifty boys is Charlotte and other niggas. Twelfth Street is Rock Hill. <laughs> hey yo, that's hilarious. Hey, that's some real Carolina shit right there. It really is, bro. But for bro. real though, like that nigga Lamar is—he's a great character, bro. Like, have you ever seen King of New York? Um, no. Ah, oh, damn. Well, watch King of New York. Mm-hmm. In the movie, Lawrence Fishburne has a character. And I feel like Lamar is like another version of Lawrence Fishburne's character in that movie. But apparently it's a, he's a real character. Like he's a real person. The person mm-hmm. Lamar. It's like some fat light skinned nigga. I say he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. In real life. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's a good villain? Who? Joey Badass in Raising Canaan. Bro, Raising Canaan is, is the best show in the Power Universe. Mm, better than Power? Better than Power. Ra- season one of Raising Canaan is better than every season of Power. I might have to rewatch it. I don't, I don't know, because Power was just like, a movement in itself. Like I, I was still watching TV, you know what I mean? I watch it on Sundays. You know what I mean? Get my little my little schminner, my my uh why I say schminner, my dinner. <laughs> I was about to say schmeal. But yeah. Raising Canaan is dope and shout out to Joey Badass, bro. Good good villain. Yeah, he bodying that shit. Unique. He bodying that shit. Are you are you watching the Wu Tang show? I need to start that show. There's a lot of shows I need to start. I, I always sit on my TV watching around my wife, uh, excuse me, my fiance. But it's like, because I can, I, can, I can kill two birds with one stone. You know, I mean? I'm watching a good TV show and I'm spending time with her. But I need, to, I need to get back to watching my own shows. And that's one of them. Definitely. Like, I would say start, start that Wu-Tang show like immediately because they just finished season two. You know what I'm about to do? I'm about to get off this call. I'm about, I'm about to make some breakfast and I'm about to watch some TV, bro. You know what I mean? Bro, you need to plow through some shit. You definitely need to. I do, bro. I got the gold package, bro. All inclusive. Everything. I'm about, to, I'm about to be on everything. Yes, Lord. Shout out Shout out to that good cable. Yeah, yeah. Hold up. Have you, um, this is going to be my last question and then we can dip. Um, have you watched um, Harder They Fall? Uh, the cowboy movie. Yeah, I have not. I mean, uh, I don't. I think Shakira watched it, but man, if not, I'm gonna watch that. Watch Ooh. that too, bro. Add that to the list. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of good, sh- good shit happening right now, man. With insecure, harder they fall, BMF, fucking raising Canaan. I ain't been missing out on no television, bro. Oh, you say you didn't see the last, the last episode of Insecure, right? I have not seen it. I got two episodes to watch today. And I feel like this this insecure season is, is a very adult season. It ain't it's like funny, but it's still good. And that last episode was very like, damn, all right. Watch that shit. I don't even want to talk about it. All right. I feel like I I feel like I get understand the tone of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it was very like. It's the final season, so I feel like it was very uh, final. 
like a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Nothing yeah. left in up up for interpretation. It is very final. I feel like HBO does. Oh, I don't know how. Uh, is Game of Thrones like an hour long? Or yeah, it's an hour long show. Yeah. Oh, but like I feel like some of the HBO shows is like thirty minutes. Like it, it doesn't do real justice. Like for like eight episodes. Like we were. What is tonight about to be the fourth one, right? Yeah. We're about to be about to be halfway through. I don't know. I feel like yeah, we could still turn it up a notch for insecure one last time. Turn it up. Like, give us a, a nice little turn up. Hey, last, last, last week was real. I, I was feeling for my nigga Lawrence. Damn, damn, damn. Shout out to my nigga Lawrence. I gotta feel see, I can't wait. Let's get let's get up off of here so I can so I can jump on in, man. Yeah, yeah. Or is the Carolina culture uh Carol bruh them mimosas hitting bruh? Say that though. It's the Carolina Culture Connect. We out. <laughs> <laughs>